la radio. Ladies and gentlemen, do not be alarmed, remain calm. Welcome. Do not attempt to leave the dance floor. Music. Super Progressive, what is good? A new special Sunday episode. We're going to move the episodes to Sunday so you guys have more time to want to enjoy not only the episodes, but all the music that accompanies these episodes. And we figured Sunday would be the best time to do that. Totally. A little bit of a change, but same crew here. Ruben, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm great, great. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? I hope you're having a great day. And how are you, Will? You're doing amazing. Dude, I'm doing great. Back on the mend, uh, Danny Tanaglia last Saturday on the rooftop was was a chill show. It's just these super late, super late shows kind of take take the week out of me. <laughs> so I've been I've been nocturnal. Uh, at this point, the video would have been posted. I did some investigative journalism last night, oh, tracing nice. down footage of Sasha as a clubber. In the Hacienda. <laughs> and I discovered some amazing stuff. So that's on the Instagram page to check it out. But just a very fun, goofy video that uh, I had a lot of fun with. So uh, Very cool. Yeah, so guys, you know that good. the links are down. Just go and watch that also. As always, support the channel. So Will, what is today's question? You want to do it or why? Yeah, well, we were kind of chatting about it. Uh, we were kind of chatting about it before the show today. Um, and so I'll word it and then you can you can say it in a different way if it makes more sense. But the question is this, and you posed this to me, but I want you to kick it off. The question is this. Is technical mixing ability as important as track selection when it comes to DJing? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Just like that, dude. It's, let's see my opinion. And, and the timer is on, as always. Is on you know, five yeah, minutes. Timer is, we five we minutes. say five minutes, and then we do... 12 minutes out of the episode, so we're going to stick to it. I'm starting it now. Okay, so the thing is that for me, it has to be 50-50 because it's a, a DJ playing. It's a whole journey. It's a soundscape, right? It has to interconnect. Everything has to be part of the experience. So if you, as a DJ, don't have the technical ability to beat map, to throw your, your tracks within the cycles, to loop your tracks, to do correctly correct uh, EQ selection and all the things that require a mix to be spot on, it just takes me off. So it just really disconnects me from the whole set. So like the, the whole story, the whole soundscape that you're you're doing is just you just throw me off immediately. Like like in a live set, I'll I'll grant you like uh-huh, one or two, like in a whole set, like I'll, I'll grant you like one or two mistakes, but like all the tracks no technicality. It's like, dude, what are you doing? You're just like what raising the the faders. It's 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 not that that's that's not mixing. What do you think? I think it really just comes down to the person behind the deck, and this is what I mean by that. If there's a DJ that you've never seen or heard before and haven't built a musical relationship with, hearing them do shitty technical mixing. Is not going to be it for anybody. But my counterpoint to just saying technicality rules over track selection is this. Back when this music in its earliest, most underground days, I'm talking like uh, the loft in Manhattan and the warehouse and the paradise garage. 
And I think I remember DT telling me this, that at some of these, at some of these earliest, earliest shows, the DJs weren't mixing the music. The DJ was simply putting the record on, letting it play out or to a certain point and either playing it again or just letting it fade out and bringing in the next track. And yep. I know that now, I know that now that is not what DJing is, but I will say this. If I was in the right setting and a DJ that I have ultimate respect for, let's say like a Danny House, a Sasha, a John Digweed, a DT, a Dave Seaman, decided that they were with vinyl records, were just going to play out tracks and then take it off the record and put another one on. I'm not saying that's like, uh, I'm not saying that that is what I'm necessarily here for. Or that's what DJing is, but I would still be excited about that because of the respect I have for the DJ behind the booth and what their musical taste brings to the table. But it sounds a little ridiculous. I know. No, no, but the thing is that what you're talking about, it was a whole spec, a different spectrum of music. Like they were, Album tracks done in studio with real drummers that, and there was like no click in the, in, in the background. So they just really timed it and it didn't have like the correct tempos that usually like modern music has. So it, it, it would have just been impossible. And like DT uh, wrote in a post uh, from what we said last week. So if you guys haven't checked that out, check. That DT post that it's it's in a, in a, in our Instagram. It's a page comment on our. It's post. a comment on our on our post, and he says that it it, it was it, it is practically impossible. It's like try to try to remix a Cool in the Gang track with with I don't know uh, <laughs> anything from that type of era. So it's it will be kind of like impossible, but it will be it will be available today for to you for you to do it with technology like looping the track and. And you could do like all these kind of things that will grant, I will grant you that. But the thing is that at that time, that, that kind of thing was practically impossible. But nowadays, like what is modern, let's not say modern DJs, but like the past 20, 30 years where music production has come to a point where all the tracks have, um, are oh, have an out row and an intro and they, they, they are DJ friendly for you to do those things. It has cycles. It has a, a buildup. So it's part of the technicality. And, and remember that I, that I said that it's not only beat map. There, there are tons of things that you have to do as a DJ. You have to look at the cycles. You have to be, be aware of, of what notes the tracks are in. So you could do like the whole uh, melodic kind of thing. Uh, we're talking about a whole range of technicalities that you have to do. And, and once technology progresses and the things just go on, it gets a little bit more complicated for DJ. So if I see a DJ today and he comes with a, with a playlist with a fixed set, I expect that fixed set to be perfect. Like, but they come with these fixed sets and they just like pushing up and down the faders with this. Remixes that are so fast, like, and these tracks, these new tracks are like four minutes long. So, so the, 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 the outro and the intro are like 64 beats. That's it. <laughs> so it, it's like, it's like so short, but dude, there, there's a loop there. You can do that. You can play with it. You can do something that will make me feel like this is just one track, one soundscape, one idea. 
So that's that's my opinion. You know, you know, I've always been like very adamant and very tough about this. And technology just takes it at a whole other level. Like for example, what DT does with today as a DJ with Tractor, it's it's amazing. Like, like this guy plays four tracks at the same time. It's like you're gonna you're gonna tell me that, dude, you can't do it with technology. You could do anything. Like edit your tracks like all the DJs did in the past. Do it at your house and go prepare for the set. So it's you could do it in a whole array of things. That's that's my thing. What what I'll say in defense of technical mixing is this. It's we all see the track list. We all see the track list on some of these iconic mixes. Think John Digweed GU Los Angeles. I think 19. GU 19 Los Angeles. Yeah. We all know that it is CP and pull folder to kick off the, the album, Apollo Vibes, into John Creamer and Stephen K's remix of Satoshi Tomi's Love and Traffic. We all know that that is coming. Or maybe it's the other way around with Love and Traffic. It's the remix of Love and Traffic. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all know that mix is coming. We all try to recreate that mix on our own setups. And none of us can do it quite <laughs> like John does it. Dude, John is that a master. It comes down to technical ability. And so when DJs say this over and over again, you know, we're playing the same record, but it just sounds different when that person plays it. Yes, it's about positioning, but it's also about just the technical ability to manipulate these tracks to have a track that you've heard a hundred times sound fresh in your headphones or at the club. Yeah. So, so yeah, like everyone can have their preference, but top tiering DJing require the best on both fronts. I think we totally, can agree. Totally. Yeah. I, I agree with you a 100%. You know that for me, it's, it, it has to be like that. It's look, look at guys like, for example, one, one of the masters in, and technicality is Sasha. Like, could you imagine Sasha not being that kind of master? He told, he told Hernan Catania once, and I, I heard this from Hernan in an interview that he has to fixate on his house, like, uh, practicing everything for it to be perfect. Because if he hears that it's not perfect, he knows that other people are going to listen to it. So he has to go on point. Perfectionist. Perfectionist. And, and, and I think that Sasha has been playing with Tractor also for a long time. So, oh, yeah. It, so, dude, it, 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 and, I, and I don't, I'm not saying that, oh, no, but he's playing in Tractor, so it, it, it's easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's not. <laughs> but the thing is that it's just technology. Everybody, everybody boards it in a different way. Like you were saying, John Davey. John Davey plays with Pioneers. He plays with, a, with his pen drive. And, and, and of course, he, like you said the other day, he carries the, 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 this mixer just thrown out of hell. Like, dude, this is, this is the monster that is going to make you breathe. So, but he, he, he's an incredibly technical DJ with a profound sense of technicality. And most of them are. Like, if you listen to Danny House, it's like perfection. And it's, it's, so it's all of them. All of them are because they know that it has to be this way. And technology gives you the tools to be better each time so yeah. there's no excuse I mean, we can talk about this for an hour Forever, I think we man. should have a uh, extended chat <laughs> session um, but let's move on I want your opinion on a huge event 
coming up that it's my goal to one go to go one day in my life. I couldn't make it happen this year, but it will happen. It will happen. Totally. Uh, but so this weekend, Hernan Catania has his big, huge, huge, huge show. And, and I was just, I know it's in South America. It's called Forja. But what it's, I was hoping is, is that you can give us kind of a background on this event and why it's important for this segment. Okay, so... Uh, of course, we're talking about perfectionists, none other than Hernán. Hernán is like a, a huge perfectionist. And he plays at Córdoba at a big place that is called Forja. And Forja was a, like a, I think that it was like a metallurgic uh, big company, like a, like, like, a, like a big thing. And that shut down and they made it into an event-friendly kind of place. So uh, Buena Productora, is so for, for us the for hot when people say for hot it's not a city it's a venue it's a venue yeah it's it's like a venue where you could fit like 20,000 35,000 people and and buena productora set this production like a huge huge production huge sound everything is like off the charts they put a, a drone and they stream it like they stream Hernan Catania's set so you could we're going to post the links. You could watch that. It's 18th and the 19th of this month, June. So it's like Saturday and Sunday, I think. And dude, it's, it's, it's like the, the event that everybody loves to go to see Hernan. Like tickets go on sale like four or five months before and it's crazy. Everybody, they, the, the tickets just blow off in like five minutes and it's the go to place and, and everybody, rants and chants about the, the, the production and, and how big everything is. And of course, it's, it's Hernan's opportunity not only to play in, in his beloved country, Argentina, but it's also his chance to play like this huge and different event from what is Sunset Strip, uh, because Sunset Strip, it's more of a, of a day kind of party, like the sunset, watching the sunset. It's a whole different soundscape, all different kind of tracks. When he plays Forja, he plays like a club set. It's looking club underground set, but for 35,000 people, it's amazing, bro. It's, I, I urge everybody to go and watch these sets. They're in the Buena Productora uh, channel here on YouTube. We're going to put the link down and, and it, you're going to love it. It's, it's, we, they have the sets from like, since like, I don't know, like 2019. Last year's was like every year is better. I don't know how Hernan does it, but every every year he's like better, and the production is better. It's like every time, every time it's like bigger. It's amazing, guys. We have to go to that. We yeah, definitely uh, have a, to go. a thousand percent. And oh, what yeah. what I'll say, what I'll say is this: like uh, two things. First, it sounds like Woodstock to me. The way people talk about it, like. It's it's the first the first question people ask of her not like sometimes Hernan comes up in conversation. Are you going to Forja? And I'm like, this this sounds like Woodstock. Like it sounds like if you're on the South American continent this weekend, you're at Forja, which is <laughs> which is epic. And then the second thing I'll say is this: we've been talking to more, uh, not necessarily up and coming because they're all already living the dream as stories, but we're talking to more contemporary DJs, you know, more often and more often, especially um, South American DJs recently. And to me, one like 
constant event and and all of these producers life cycle is if Hernan plays one of their tracks at Forha. It sounds like what all of these older guys are saying it was like when John Digweed played their track yeah. for the first time. Like totally. like I can think of like like five people I've met and when this comes up they're like no you don't understand like like I didn't think my track was going to be played at this event. It's like in our past three interviews and then it gets played at the event and it's the defining moment of these, whether you're established or up and coming, it's like a defining moment in your production career. It's Hernan's biggest show in Argentina. So it's like his (laughs) his biggest show in Argentina and it's like the play, it's like you want to be in that playlist. Like hands down, it's the playlist that you want to be in, right? Yeah. So, dude, it's it's like that, and I totally get it. And I and, and we have to go someday. And my God, we have to be there totally. A hundred percent, bro. That's the uh, that's the goal for twenty twenty four. Let's um. Okay, so we have now we have induction time, and this time we are doing something very special. Yeah, we're we're doing something special, and the Hall of Fame has been a great opportunity to kind of show love and show thanks to our favorite uh, DJs and producers. Luckily, this genre is young, so there's a lot of us still here today. But also, so many pioneers are no longer alive, but they're obviously their importance still needs to be recognized. And I mean, this is, you know, we're talking about total legends here. It, we're talking about people you can't have a house music hall of fame with and not have them be in from the start. So we just wanted to take time this week. Ruben, I'll let you do the uh, do the official induction. Okay, so this day we are doing an in-memoriam induction with none other than the godfather of house, Frankie Knuckles himself. The guy that Put the name of House into what we love, right? So it's protege of Larry Levon. That is, that Larry is, of course, uh, DTE's God. And what Frankie did in, in Detroit was, I'm sorry, in, in Chicago was just create such a soundscape within music at the warehouse that everybody loved what he was doing and, and, they only went to like one or two record shops. And the thing that they started asking for was, give me that house sound referring to the warehouse. So it was a Frankie Knuckles sound. And he made his first track debut with one other, none other than one of the best producers ever. That is Satoshi Tami. We, Satoshi, I mean, it's like through royalty. And Frankie has been like a source and inspiration for all our classical DJs. He is his way of playing and, and the things he did and how he saw progression just ultimately blew everybody's mind. Like, for example, guys like we adore, like Hernan Catanio, Hernan saved money every, like forever. Like he, at one time, I think that he even sold his car just to have enough money to go to New York to watch Frankie Knuckles play. So he never even danced. He was like right next to the booth. Like he didn't even go to the bathroom. Like he's there just watching the guy play. (laughs) So so it's like learning, just absorbing all this knowledge. And 
I, I don't think that we would be really within what we love here if it wasn't for somebody like Frankie Knuckles. So respect, massive. Frankie, the godfather, man. Massive, You're massive, 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 massive respect. I'll say this. It's like, um, so by the time I really got really, like really, really got into this music, say like a few years ago, Frankie Knuckles, unfortunately, had already passed away, right? So in my mind, he was almost like this figure of like the super past, you know, because you think back to like the late 70s, the 80s. And it's like, okay, like this, this, this history is past history. And I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that over these past few years is that there is still that direct line to Frankie Knuckles for the DJs that I love so much. It's like, like just talking about DT and Hernan alone. It's like, these guys weren't influenced by Frankie Knuckles and Larry Levan in this case as well. But these guys, it, it goes beyond influence. It's like these guys wanted to be these yeah. guys. Like, it's not just like, oh, I like the way they bring in the kick or whatever. No, no, like, no. no, no, no. I want to be that guy. you. <laughs> and I think like, I guess Frankie Knuckles, I'm not going to speak for people, but he was like probably the first person that made dancers on a dance floor feel like they wanted to be the DJ. Like, that's what I imagine these things like, like, like the first, the first time it just like, I can't imagine having gone through the history of music. And then for the first time ever feeling, being like, wait, this is like more like witchcraft than like just playing records. Like what's going on? So yeah, I, I, I'm just rambling, but I like, I love learning more and more and more good, about and, and, this and total legend. Good. And you see like tons of documentaries and interviews and YouTube and you listen to all these classic producers, like the, the guys that began producing techno, like Detroit techno and all of these guys just talking about their experience, like the first time that this God played their track. It's like, dude, I, I imagine that it's what most of modern DJs feel when Hernan Catalani plays their track, for example, like we've been listening to in, in our interviews. And for example, that, that track that I said later, like, like your love influenced everybody. Like at some point, like, for example, Carcox finished his residency in Space Ibiza, I think that with your love. So it's like, dude, it's 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 just that massive sound. It it it's amazing. And Frankie, we love you. And dude, you you pa painted the way for all of us. So that's our induct here. Of course, we're gonna try to look for links and things that will reconnect everybody with Frankie and get to know a lot more about that. And now it's time for music. Let's listen to music. Yeah. So I have the set this week. New music yeah. of the week. Total, total little gem of a gift over on Mixcloud this week because, all right, at least where I am on the Jersey Shore, the summer is here. Summer vibes. It's beautiful out. I've been chilling. Beach time. All good vibes. Need those daytime ambient and chill sets. And Dave Seaman just graced us with a three-hour 
ambient and chill Ibiza set on his mix cloud. You know, it's it's time to chill with this one. But, <laughs> but, but you know how important those chill mixes are yeah. from your day to day life, just as just as much as you know the the club senders. But uh, those those chill ones are just just perfect, just in time for the summer. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my new mix of the week. Nice that's very, that sounds very nice, man. Like like the whole soundscape that just it's sends like you mind vibes. Yeah, oh, nice. Love that series. I love that series. I in fact, I really do love uh, Danny's Back to Mind series. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I have today's track, and it's from. Uh, an Argentinian producer that, that I've become friends with. I think he's an amazing producer. His name is Poli Siufi. And he did a remix for a track called Lust in a Dream from Mindland Colic. It's an amazing progressive track. Just one of those very, not, it's not kind of a, it has a lot of sense and, and, and it's very dreamy, but at the same time is, it's one of those tracks that you want to play like almost at the end of your set because it just pours, pours your heart towards that happy place so it's really you're gonna get really lost in a dream so listen the link is over here follow Poli and A&H Digital and, and their website because they have they're always coming out with amazing tracks great sound and those are our selections for this day guys thank you very much for this for watching and listening to this new version of well not new version like the same version but now on Sundays for you guys to chill at your house and listen to music and watch all these events that we're talking about. So listen to music, watch Hernan, go to Frankie, dude, it's, and think about it. Like, is it, is it better to be technical DJ or just play tracks? So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so just go into that. And as always, like I said, so if you didn't like anything, write about it in the comments. If you liked it, write about it in the comments, hit a like, hit a share, follow us. You know, we'll, There's a lot of people in the numbers just watching and not following. What are you doing, guys? Follow, <laughs> follow. Come on, man. Follow. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, hope you, hope you enjoyed this one. And we will see you next week. Thanks a lot. Okay. And remember, guys, stay true. Stay progressive. Peace. Super progressive.